Welcome back to Brojo Online. Today we're going to be covering one of the most fundamental topics of confidence that we could ever talk about, and that is what's known as core values. Over the last few years, the authenticity movement, the integrity movement, you might say, has really taken off. And core values are really the tangible facets of integrity. They are the definition of you being authentic. So today we're going to reveal what these are, how you can figure out what yours are, and how to live by them. This is Brojo Online. Masculinity, confidence, and integrity with Dan Munro. Before we get started, don't forget to join up to the Brojo community if you haven't already to get all this kind of stuff for free as well as a number of our great courses. It's free to join at the beginner level, so if you just go to www.brojo.org join, you can get involved with us and we'll help you achieve your goals and overcome your barriers. So what are core values? Well, values are the different aspects of your integrity. If you think of your integrity being like a diamond, then values are the different sides of that diamond. You can look at any one of them at any given time. It always looks like you, but it's always from a different angle. So essentially who you are is made up of a number of core values that you live by. Some of them you live by at the same time as each other. Sometimes one comes to the front and you live by that more than the others. And then it recedes and another value takes its place. So you're constantly either living or not living by some of your core values. And today we're going to have a look at knowing what those are for you and knowing what it means to live by them and also identifying when you're not living by them and why that's happening and how that affects you. So essentially integrity is knowing how you should behave according to your own principles, your morals, your ethics, and of course your values. When you align your behavior with the way you should behave, that's living with integrity, which builds your confidence. But if you're a normal human being, at least some of the time, and for a lot of people most of the time, you're living in a way that does not align with your core values. You're living opposite to the way you know you should. And we're going to talk a bit about why that happens today. One of the main reasons this happens is because the word values doesn't even have meaning for a lot of people, and they get it confused with other things like virtues or goals or your identity or rules. So first we need to talk about what values are not, because most of you are following what you think are your values. You have principles and rules of behavior, but you can't remember where these came from, and they're not actually yours. You were trained to live this way by somebody else or by groups of other people. And so you're following the rules well, but they're not your rules, and that's why you feel out of alignment. One of the most common ones is what I'd call virtues. And virtues is the word I use to describe any values that have been given to you by somebody else. There's somebody else's definition of how you should live and when you should live that way and why you should do it. Things like the Ten Commandments you get in religion or the legal laws of your country or the code of conduct of your office workplace or even just the kind of unspoken rules of your social circle about what's okay and what's not. These are virtues, so you've received information from somebody else on how you should live, and you're following that. 
what virtues often have in common is this idea of set behavior regardless of the context you're in. So virtues often don't take into account the nuances and the subtleties of different situations. For example, if you've got one of the Ten Commandments which says, Thou shalt not steal, it really gives you no wiggle room. There is no situation where you're allowed to steal. And this is what virtues are often like. For example, in a social circle, you might have the unwritten virtue that you must always be cool and unaffected which leaves you no room to ever be emotional and ever be affected by anything. So you're going to have massive conflict when something big and emotional happens to you. If we take legal laws, just look at the drug laws, for example. These clearly do more harm than good. They fund organized crime and the the war on drugs was lost a long time ago. And now it's just a huge waste of resources. And yet regardless of this information, we just regularly try to live by these laws. So virtues are unresponsive to their environment. No matter what happens as a result of living by them, we just keep living by them. We never adjust for the situation. Which gives you a clue as to where I'm going with core values, because core values always take into account the situation you're in. There's always a context. See, virtues are lazy. To follow somebody else's rules or guidelines on how to live means you take all the thinking out of it for yourself. You don't have to do anything difficult. You don't have to make hard decisions. You don't have to weigh up you know, all the little factors and variables and come to a decision on your own. You just follow the rules. Thou shalt not steal. And you go, fine, I'll never steal anything. Even if my family's starving and there's a piece of bread there for them to eat, I still won't steal. I just won't think about it. So virtues are really appealing to people who are essentially psychologically lazy, which is Another way of saying all human beings. We all wish there was a simple code we could live by so we didn't have to think and we didn't have to make decisions and we didn't have to be uncomfortable. This, of course, leads to all sorts of tragedies. The Nazi soldiers in World War II were just living by the virtues of Nazi Socialist Party. You know, they're just following the rules. And those rules included mass genocide. Whereas... The few who thought for themselves and said, you know what, no matter what my party is doing, I don't think it's cool to murder people in large numbers like this. And there's very few people who are able to live by their own values in those situations. You can see this in certain religious organizations as well. You see people with so-called religions of love doing very hateful acts because it says so in the book that they believe in. There's no room for their own judgment here to go, you know what, even though the book says I should kill all my enemies, maybe I'm not going to yell at my neighbor. Maybe I don't actually feel like hurting someone. I don't think that's a good idea. So don't confuse values with virtues. Just because you've been living by somebody else's rules your entire life doesn't mean that that's ever who you truly were. This is a key thing to understand about living by your values is you might never have done it. You know, who you really are might have been suppressed from a very early age, and you've been living somebody else's life this entire time. You can go for decades without truly living by your values, but it doesn't make the values go away. In fact, the reason you're listening to this podcast is possibly because those values have constantly been speaking to you in spite of the fact that you never lived by them. They're constantly complaining to you about your behavior and pointing out how disappointing it is or how wrong it feels or just how off it seems, like something's not right here. Goals. 
The values should be able to be lived by in all situations. My litmus test is imagining that I'm in prison on 24-hour lockdown. In that situation, I should still be able to live by all my values. You should be able to live by your values when you're stricken with illness or injury. You should be able to live by your values when you're bankrupt. You should be able to live by your values when nobody likes you or you're all alone. There is no situation where you cannot live by your core values. There is nothing that can stop you other than being dead or unconscious. So while you're consciously awake, you always have the ability to live with integrity. That's the kind of principle or the guideline to help you figure out whether you're talking about a value or something else. If the thing you're talking about can be affected by the outside world, the outside world can stop you from living by it, then it's not a value. I'll give you an example. So I have I have six core values that I live by or try to live by more than any other. It's taken me many years to kind of whittle my way down to the six. But these are the ones that if I'm hitting them consistently, I have a good quality, confident life. And when I fail on them, I suffer. And that's how I know that they're my values. So my six are responsibility, curiosity, honesty, acceptance, and respect. I want you to listen to those words because you identify that I can live by those in any situation. I can always take responsibility for myself. There's no one who can stop me doing that. Right? You can tie me to a chair and I'll still take responsibility for the fact that I put myself through a series of decisions that led me to be tied to this chair and it's my job to deal with being tied to the chair. That's responsibility. I can always be curious. I can always explore my surroundings or explore my inner world. I can always look for new truth. Nobody can stop me looking. Nobody can stop me exploring. They can distract me and get in my way, but ultimately I can explore that distraction if I want to. Courage. Did I mention that the first time around? Well, courage is one of my core values either way. And that just means that if I notice something that I'm hesitant or uncomfortable with doing, I walk towards it rather than away from it. Now, I'm not always uncomfortable, but there is always an uncomfortable option, or should I say a less comfortable option, out of the options available. There's always kind of the easy way and the hard way, or a range of options. And courage means I choose the hard way just to build myself up and not become a fragile person. Honesty, I can always express myself truthfully. I don't always have the courage to do it. I don't always feel like doing it it's not always well received and in some cases it will have negative consequences but i can still always do it and the same applies for my other values acceptance and respect i can always do them if i even am not living by them it's because i choose not to be whether consciously or sort of by mistake so you can be any of them at any time and it's actually different every time and this is why the rules don't apply How I'm honest changes every time I'm honest. I'm being honest with you right now, but that's completely different from a conversation I had this morning with my girlfriend where I was honest with her. I wasn't talking about any of this stuff, and yet it was honesty the same as it is now. Courage might be having a cold shower in the morning, but courage might be also starting a confrontation, or it might be asking someone out, or it might be trying a new restaurant. It's different every time because it adapts to the situation you're in, but it's always courage. So when you're thinking about what your values are, you're looking for that consistency where no matter what situation you're in, you can live by them. It's different every time to live by them, 
but the concept is always the same. Honesty is always about expressing yourself truthfully. Courage is always about facing fear. Curiosity is always about exploration. Responsibility is always about taking ownership of yourself, and so on. Now, it's important to emphasize that you should not be copying my values. I might have some that you also have, and you shouldn't resist against having the same as mine either. You've got to be truthful with yourself. You have your values. There are principles that you should be living by more than anything else. Some of them may be the same as mine, and some of them will be different, or I haven't even mentioned them yet. It's important that you end up with a list that's right for you. So let's talk about why having values is important for any of you who aren't yet clear on that. Essentially, living by your values consistently is the definition of integrity. So people often have integrity as a value, which I guess is fine, but I often view integrity as a compilation of values. If I go through the day and like 90% of what I did aligned with my values, I'd say I had a day of integrity. Whereas if only 20% of what I did aligned with my values, I'd say I was lacking integrity that day. It's kind of like the sum of all its parts. Integrity is the whole diamond and the values make up the different sides of it. Now why this is important is because integrity is essentially the feeling of being who you're supposed to be. There's this thing I call the authenticity gap and that is when you can feel a difference between who you're being and who you know you're supposed to be. For example, if you value courage, then you're going to feel that gap every time that you pussy out of something. Every time that you're being a coward, you'll feel that distance between you and who you're supposed to be. If you feel that honesty is one of your values, then you'll feel that gap every time you lie or hide the truth. It's a guilty feeling, an uncomfortable feeling, a sense of being lost, of being away from who you are or who you should be. And even if you've been away from it for many, many years, it's still uncomfortable. You have to tell yourself a story to justify it. You have to tell yourself, look, I wasn't honest because she would have reacted badly and blah, blah, blah. And and I want you to notice that because anytime you have to tell yourself a story about why you did what you did, it probably means you breached your values. You're trying to justify it to yourself. You'll notice that when you do live by your values, you don't have to justify it. When you're courageous, you're just like, fuck yeah, I stepped up. And what? There's nothing to explain. There's nothing to justify. The reason I go on and on about integrity is because integrity is essentially the core component of confidence. Confidence also includes other things like being skilled at certain things and having a lot of wisdom, but ultimately most of confidence comes from integrity. The more aligned you are with who you know you're supposed to be, the less you feel that gap, that distance between the behavior that you're engaging in and the behavior you should be engaging in, the more confident you'll be in yourself. Without fail, every person I've ever coached who struggles with confidence is failing to live by their core values. And the opposite is also true. Every person I've ever met who strongly and consistently has integrity also has high confidence. I'm really honestly yet to meet an exception to that, and that's why I believe in this so strongly. I've seen literally thousands of cases, and it's been consistent. High integrity equals high confidence, low integrity equals low confidence. Really, I have not seen exceptions to that, and that's why understanding your core values is so important, because your core values are the blueprint to integrity. They're telling you how you need to live to feel good about yourself constantly. 
see most people are trying to fit in they're trying to fit in with the group they're trying to follow the virtues and the rules and the goals that everybody else says they should or the opposite but equally insecure they're trying to stand out trying to be special trying to be noticed different part of the small inner group and because of this they lose sight of who they actually are who they actually are might sometimes fit in it might sometimes stand out maybe it does both depending where you're at but if you're trying to just fit in or just stand out you're definitely going to lose integrity at some point and when you lose sight of who you are that's the worst feeling in the fucking world i think most depression and anxiety is based on people just really not knowing who they are they have no sense of certainty about who they're supposed to be how they're supposed to act what decisions they should be making they're just constantly plagued by this uncertain feeling this lostness it's a very lonely feeling you feel like you're trying too hard but you're getting nowhere like you're running on a treadmill and not making any progress you feel like an alien amongst everybody else you're fitting in with them but you don't connect with them or you're standing out but it brings you no joy confidence comes from knowing who you are and then consistently behaving in alignment with that consistently behaving in a way that you're proud to behave no matter how the results go even if everyone rejects you or you lose money you look at yourself in the mirror and you go i did the right thing that's where confidence comes from and values are your guidelines to what the right thing is for you it's unique to you nobody else can tell you what the right thing for you is you know this is one of the things i love about brojo we're one of the few places you can come to for self-development where we don't tell you how to live we tell you how to figure it out for yourself because nobody knows how you should live better than you do you already know you actually already know what your values are you know how to live by them because you feel it whenever you don't You feel guilty, you feel ashamed of yourself, you feel like you missed out on opportunities, you feel confused and lost, you feel upset with your behavior, or you feel proud of things but in a brittle, ugly way, like you're proud of fucking someone over, you're proud of making a lot of money or getting a lot of results, but it didn't seem like you did it the right way, it seemed like you lacked honor. You know, your your emotions, your brain's been telling you what your values are your whole life, but it's always been in conflict with what everybody else says you should be. I want you to really open your mind to the point that when you figure out what integrity is for you, there might be nobody else in the world who can validate it for you. There might be nobody else who even agrees with you, at least not in your immediate social circle right now. But values are going to be coming from you to you. It's a gift to yourself. They are your guidelines and your measurement system. Not only do they tell you how you should act, you'll be able to measure later whether or not you acted the right way, and you'll be able to adjust on that. So let's get into the meat and potatoes of this shit. How do you figure out what your values are and start living by them? Well, first and foremost, obviously, shameless plug here, the best thing you can do is the Brojo Core Values course, or Discovering Your Core Values, it's called. That's free to the public as long as you're a basic level membership, which is free. So just join Brojo and get stuck into that course. And our coach, Mike Wells, will walk you through the whole process. But I'll give you some of the basics now to get you started. It's good to do a little exercise where you just look back over your life, especially specific events that you can remember where you were proud of yourself. And it wasn't because you got a result or because you got approval from others. 
this has to be those moments where you were proud of yourself, yet there was no validation for it. Or even if there was, it wasn't the important part. You did the right thing and you just knew it at the time. You know, I remember this one time I was going to the supermarket. I still remember this. And there was those kind of like those fish trap gateways. You know, when you go into the supermarket, they open one way, but they don't let you out. Those little kind of hooks or those sticks that kind of only go one way. Anyway, there's a two-lane path, and this guy in an electric wheelchair had got himself stuck inside the trap. And other people were just walking around him. They were just using the second path and just ignoring him. They were embarrassed for him as he kind of like revved his little engine back and forth and just got more stuck and more embarrassed. And nobody wanted to look at him, and I guess they didn't want to touch him or anything because they didn't know the etiquette. You know, they're all living by virtues. They don't want to be embarrassed or do the wrong thing or make a social faux pas and I could just clearly see this as I walked up like look at all these people abandoning this guy who really needs help maybe he's too proud to ask for help but whatever it is he's stuck there and it's getting worse and nobody's helping him because it's too embarrassing so I just went up to him I can't even remember if I asked or not I just reached down grabbed one of his uh like footrest things and just kind of lifted him and moved him left so that he could get out of this trap he thanked me for it, but by the time he thanked me for it was irrelevant. I was already proud of myself for doing that, especially when nobody else would. That's a clear moment. There's something about that memory that tells me who I'm supposed to be. I faced courage there because it was risking embarrassment. He might have said, leave me alone, or other people might have judged me for touching the crippled guy or whatever it was that I was worried about. There was that. There was my compassion for another human being. I didn't take pity on him because he's in a wheelchair. He was just a guy who was stuck. That's all this was, and I wanted to help him. And I just went and did it. I took responsibility for solving a problem. So there were so many of my core values that clearly came out in that thing, in that piece of behavior. And I can also think of times where the opposite happened, where I saw someone in need, but I was worried about being embarrassed, so I didn't help them. And later on, I regretted it. So there'll be moments in your life where you're really proud of what you did and the reasons why are integrity-based. You're proud of why you did it and who you were in that moment. And there'll be other times where you miss the opportunity to be like that and you regret it. I remember the time I was in high school, I had this crush on this girl. I was maybe 14 and I didn't know how to tell her. So I just, I bought her a present and gave it to her for her birthday. It was the closest I could come to expressing myself. And my face was red and my heart was pounding. I was so nervous about doing this. And she just said thanks. I mean, she wasn't interested in me or anything, but I was just so proud of myself for doing something rather than nothing. And I compare that to all the times I've had a thing for a girl and said nothing and never shown any interest in her. Now, granted, my giving of a gift was pretty amateur and probably did more harm than good, but at least I tried something. All those times where I did nothing, where I didn't risk any rejection whatsoever, they hurt a lot more than any rejection I've actually received. So I want you to think back, what are the times where, regardless of how it went, you were glad you did it, you knew it was the right thing to do, and once you sort of pull that apart, why was that the right thing to do? What values were you living by? Why does that make it a good thing to do? And then, of course, the opposite, those moments in time where you're like, God, I wish I'd done something differently. That was so the wrong thing to do. I regret it. I missed out. Why? Why was that the wrong thing to do? What didn't you live by? 
What values did you breach? And another way to figure out your values is to look at other people. What do you admire or respect in other people? There might be a person who you just admire in general. Or even better, certain pieces of behavior that you think are admirable or you respect them. How you wish you saw yourself. You know, you see someone who's nervous getting up on stage and speaking in public. And you, you just admire them for it. You're like, wow, that's, they're so nervous and they did it anyway. It's telling you that you have a value of courage. You find their courage valuable, inspirational. You know, maybe someone's honest with you and it hurts your feelings a bit, but you're glad that they at least were straight with you. So that's honesty and it's also respect. You're respecting them. So both honesty and respect are values of yours. Maybe somebody does something that you've always wished you could do, but you thought you were just too useless to do it. And then you realize, well, they're no different to me. Well, maybe that's responsibility. They just went ahead and did it rather than waiting for permission or waiting for help from others. Just look at what you admire and respect in other people and ask yourself, what values am I seeing? Don't get too attached to the results they're getting. You might admire someone for being a millionaire rather than admiring them for their money. Ask yourself, how did they get there? What is it about their behavior they admire? See, you might have two millionaires, one you admire and one you don't. You might admire one who got there from hard work and service, but not admire the person who ripped a lot of people off and got there through deception and manipulation. It's not the million dollars you admire, it's how they got there. So you can see the values behind the results. Somebody might be very popular, for example, but they could be popular for reasons you don't like, or they could be popular for reasons that you respect. You don't want to get too lost on the idea of them being popular because they might not have lived by their values to get there, or they might have, or it might be a mixture. And of course, the opposite. What don't you like in other people's behavior, and why don't you like it? If someone cuts you off in traffic and that pisses you off, why? Not because they cut you off, but what was their value that you don't like? Was it that they were inconsiderate, disrespectful, uncaring of you, lacking in compassion, unaware? What was it about them doing it that annoys you so much? Because that's your value. If they did it because they just don't care about you and don't respect you, then you value respect. And also starts to tell yourself, you know, when you see what you don't like in other people's behavior, ask yourself, well, when do I do that as well? When do I cut off people in traffic? When am I breaching my own values? When somebody strings you along with dating who's never really interested in you and you wish they'd just told you at the start instead of wasting your time and then ghosting you. Well, there's a lot of values going on in there, mostly around honesty. You've got to ask yourself, well, when I'm dating someone I'm not interested in, am I honest with them? Am I committing the same crime that I'm complaining about? So when you see what you don't like in other people's behavior, narrow it down to the value that they're not living by and then ask yourself, when don't I live by it? When am I also failing to live by this value? Because that's the work you need to do. You've discovered your values and you can see clearly when you don't live by them. There's certain moments in your past or in your very recent past that you're not proud of you got to ask yourself, what story did I tell myself to justify this? How did I let myself get away with this poor behavior? When you lie to somebody or hide the truth from them, 
How do you explain it to yourself? I was dishonest because, right? What's the story you tell? Or when you admire someone for what they're doing, but you won't do it yourself, how do you justify that? What's the story about their advantage that you tell yourself, you know, that they had more money, that they had better support? What is What bullshit story do you tell yourself to let yourself off the hook from not having integrity? You've got to face these stories. I mean, that's part of integrity is facing your lack of it. We're always going to have some lack of integrity. Even I don't have a 100% onto a day. I always slip a little bit here and there. Living by your values is hard work. You're always going to make mistakes. But the key is making sure you catch yourself with these mistakes and learn from them and enhance your behavior over time. Every time you're dishonest, you've got to catch yourself lying to yourself about why you were dishonest. I couldn't tell her because she would have a bad reaction. Translation, I pussied out. I lacked courage. That's what really happened. You were scared of her reaction and you didn't go into that fear. You ran away from it. That's cowardice. So not only did you lack honesty, you lacked courage. You could have told her it might have been ugly. It might not have gone very well. You might have been shaky and nervous, but you could have done it. You had the ability. You chose not to. That's choosing to lack integrity and you have to face this it's really brutal but it's got to be done if you want to find integrity if you want to have confidence you have to be honest with yourself about when you fail to live by your values that is in fact the value of responsibility taking ownership of your decision making understanding that nothing external to you has ever decided things for you you've always decided whether or not to live by your values you can't always decide what situation you're in or what resources you have or The support of other people, that's out of your control. But whether or not you have integrity, always under your control. So what I recommend is you come up with about five or so core values to get started. You ask yourself, what does it mean to live by them? And then every hour of the day, you do a little check-in to see if you're living by them. I'll give you some examples to get you started, and then you can create them on your own. Just remember that kind of core rule. You have to be able to live by them no matter what happens. They cannot be dependent on anything external to your decision making. It's all about you. As long as they obey that rule, you can live by them. So here are some examples. Honesty. And the definition of honesty means trying to express yourself as truthfully as possible. It doesn't necessarily mean you have to say every little thing that comes into your head. But you'll know at any given moment whether you're deliberately withholding information or expressing misinformation or lying. So if you don't like being lied to, then you value honesty, which means you shouldn't lie to others. Courage simply means facing your fears. It means if there's something that needs to be done but it's uncomfortable, then you get uncomfortable and you go do it. If you hate that someone let you down because they were too scared to do the right thing, then you value courage. So make sure that you step up when you need to, even if it feels very uncomfortable to do. In fact, that's a definition of courage. You're going to feel uncomfortable. If you feel good, then it's not courage. Responsibility. It's what I call the father of all the masculine values. And I call acceptance the mother of all the feminine values. Responsibility is where you take complete ownership for your decision making. You don't get to decide where you were born, who your parents were, what happens around you, politics. None of that is under your control. You're not to blame for any of it. 
But how you react to it, that's completely up to you. Completely up to you. So responsibility means taking ownership of your decisions. Taking ownership of your behavior. It means being the one to solve your problems rather than waiting for someone else to do it for you. Compassion. Compassion can mean expressing love, caring and giving towards others and towards yourself. It's not compassion if you hurt yourself and self-sacrifice yourself because then you're not compassionate towards yourself. It has to benefit everybody. It's about empathy, about trying to understand how others are feeling and how you are feeling and how to manage that in a way that's beneficial for your long-term future. If you hate it when somebody is ruthless towards your apathetic, careless, inconsiderate, then you value compassion and you need to live by that yourself. Assertiveness. A lot of people think of this as rudeness or being blunt, but really assertiveness is just maintaining your boundaries. It means asking directly for what you want and making sure that what you don't want is clearly repelled as best you can. It's about respecting yourself. It's essentially about a hard version of honesty. It's about moving forward with honesty. If you wish people would just give it to you straight, if you wish that they didn't dance around and be all indirect with what they want and waste your time, then you value assertiveness. So be more direct yourself. You don't have to win. People can still say no to you, that's fine. As long as you went for it directly. Curiosity. Exploring. Learning. Always humble to the idea that what you know now may not be the full truth. That there's always a better piece of information out there that you don't know yet. And always looking for it. Trying to educate yourself. Putting down your biases and your know-it-all ego. And being open to learning. If you hate when someone's closed-minded and they won't listen to you or they ignore good advice and good evidence, then you value curiosity. So make sure that you're not closed-minded and that you're always seeking to prove yourself wrong so that you can learn. Playfulness. It's amazing how often this comes up as a value for people. It sounds childish, but what is life if you can't enjoy it? Playfulness is what it sounds like. It's engaging in life in an enjoyable way. Humor and play and fun. The opposite being too serious. Not being able to accept that life is ridiculous and we just have to play along. There is nothing to be gained in taking it all seriously. We all die in the end anyway. May as well have a party while we're here. This doesn't mean hedonism. It doesn't mean just going for, from comfort to comfort with instant gratifications. But it means enjoyably participating in the suffering of the world, as Buddha would say. If you hate it when someone just can't have a laugh, can't have a good time, refuses to participate and have some fun, then you value playfulness. Final example I'll give is connection. Now, connection doesn't mean that other people like you. Connection means that you're trying to find that similarity and commonality with everything around you and, and inside yourself as well. To close the distance between you and whatever else is out there. Exploring other people, trying to understand them again with the empathy. Sharing who you are, making sure they know exactly what they're getting so they can decide for themselves. Looking for what you have in common rather than getting all bogged down in the small differences. Human beings have far more in common with each other than we do have differences. 
In fact, we have far more in common with animals than we have differences. Most of our biology, our genes, everything is almost identical. So connection is about looking for that, realizing it, and celebrating it. So when somebody refuses to listen to you, refuses to take on your point of view, has no empathy for you, and that bothers you, it means you value connection. There could be thousands more values. You can make them up yourself. You can use your own words. You don't have to use the words I've used. As long as it follows that single rule, essentially that you can always live by them. As long as you can do that, it's a value. As long as nobody else can interfere with it, it's a value. Now, when I say no one else can interfere with it, I don't mean that you're going to be unaffected by the external world. People will still get in your way and distract you and confuse you and push and pull. But you'll never lose your ability to live by your values. You'll just get knocked off track occasionally. You can always get back on. So I recommend you figure out what yours are, decide what it means to live by them, and then give it a go. It will be uncomfortable. It will mean breaking rules. It will mean people don't like you. But in the long term, it is the single most simplest way to build confidence. Get in touch with me, dan at brojo.org, if you have any questions or want any further support. And I'll see you all next time. Cheers.